Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I call this the rule of two. The rule of two for sleep. Recently, a parent asked me to write down uh, different tips for sleep. These things can be called, categorized as sleep hygiene. Different things that you do or should not do in order to get better sleep. And I kept noticing the number two popping up over and over and over again in my recommendation. So I would like to share with you the work in progress, the rule of two for sleep. So first, the don'ts. Don't take more than 20-minute naps. Adolescents often take too long of naps. But the research shows anything longer than 20 minutes, while it can help boost alertness for a little bit, it usually doesn't support cognitive functions you know, such as organizing, planning, decision-making, and emotional stability in the long run. So if you're going to nap, 20 minutes or less. Next, no naps after 2 p.m. Many adolescents nap too late in the day. Not only do they nap for too long, they nap too late in the day. Which confuses our sleep cycles and makes it more difficult for them to get on a consistent sleep-wake cycle. So those are the two things about naps. Naps are just real difficult. I've met a few people, and they're usually older, who are what I would say good at napping. I think what it takes to be good at napping is they do it consistently. It's not for more than 20 minutes, and it doesn't affect their ability to fall asleep at night. Next thing, no caffeine after 2 p.m. Caffeine can be highly disruptive to our sleep, especially to our kids' sleep. By not taking in any caffeine after 2 p.m., you have around a 7-8 hour buffer before bed. What's next? No meals within two hours of sleep. Foods that are acidic and and high in sugar, even high-fat foods, they take longer to digest. The acidic foods can cause acid reflex, and especially the, the sugary foods or snacks disrupt sleep in a significant way. Next, no screens within two hours of bedtime. This can be a difficult for youth, but it's a huge one. I know a lot of people recommend an hour. But it seems like two hours is a more preferable window to allow ourselves and our adolescents to wind down, to de-escalate, to prepare the mind and the body for sleep. In talking about screens, in addition to the screen curfew of putting away the screen two hours before bed, I would say no more than two hours of screen time during the day. That's what most experts say as the top end during adolescence. 
as I've shared before, if your young person is currently at eight hours, six hours, you may want to slowly decrease that time. You may say, because it's the summer, we allow our child three hours, which includes social screen time, gaming screen time, entertainment screen time. Okay, so those were the don'ts. Don't nap for more than 20 minutes. Don't nap after 2 p.m. Don't drink caffeine after 2 p.m. Don't have a meal or heavy snack within two hours of sleep. Don't watch screens be around screens within two hours of bedtime. Don't use screens for more than two hours a day. All right, here's the do's. Do exercise 20 minutes a day. Exercise is one of the biggest blind spots that I see people having with sleep. One of the things I practice in my own life is if I'm laying in bed at the end of the night and I can't fall asleep, I'll ask myself the question, do I deserve to be tired? Now, oftentimes, I deserve to have a tired mind. Unfortunately, that's not how the mind works. The mind can have sort of a tired but wired thing that it does. So when you're worn out cognitively, mentally, the mind actually like charges up and gets more wired, unfortunately. Now, when I'm talking about tired, I'm talking about physically tired. Do I deserve to be physically tired? Did I move my body in a way? Did I burn enough calories? Did I take enough steps so that I can be tired when I lay in bed and therefore fall asleep? What you'll find if the body is tired, it will slow the mind. A tired enough body will slow down the mind to a place where you can drift off. As I work with students, I'm noticing a lack of exercise. And oftentimes when people don't exercise, they have a difficult time falling asleep. Okay, so 20 minutes of exercise. What's next? 20 minutes of outside time. Sleep experts talk about the need to get outside, to get fresh air, to get vitamin D from the sun in order to get quality sleep. So if you don't like exercise or going outside, do them at the same time. Double up. Get it out of the way. Go outside and exercise for 20 minutes. You did it. The next two. Do have a two-hour or less sleep vow. In past episodes, I've explained what a sleep vow is. Vow stands for variance of waking. So a two-hour sleep vow means that you have a two-hour variance during the week when you wake up. Wake up at your latest, wake up at your earliest. You want those times to be close within two hours of one another. Ideally, under an hour. Ideally, the same time. With our young people, I'm usually working to get them close and under that two-hour variance in the times that they wake. The number one recommendation that sleep experts give to people is getting on a consistent sleep-wake cycle with that waking being the most important. Next, 20 minutes of sunlight in the a.m. Now, you might not be able to get out there for 20 minutes first thing, but I encourage people to get 
their clock started, their body clock, their circadian rhythm started, get a blast of sunlight. You might not have 20 minutes. Have two minutes, five minutes. This will help start the day, start the body. And if you start the body earlier, you're way more likely to get tired earlier in the evening and be able to fall asleep. So there you go. There's the the rule of two for sleep. It's basically a, a, a sleep hygiene list. But I like it because it makes easy. All you got to remember is two. And if your child implements some, most, or all of those recommendations, they're so much more likely to be able to fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up at a decent hour. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.